welcome back to another episode of the Insta Universe podcast where we are going to talk about sales today, which is totally my favorite topic. And it's going to be yours after hearing this episode. I know it is. I know it sounds scary. I know um, sales is always considered a little bit masculine and difficult and manipulative and sleazy and salesy, but we're not going to do that. I'm going to tell you in this episode some tips and tricks on how to nail your sales conversations, and then in particularly your first meeting, so your discovery call or just your first interview with your potential client. You need to nail this conversation and I'm giving you all the inside details that I have from my personal experience, but also from the experience of my clients. So take out your notepad, take out your pen, or if you do it digitally, take out your phone. You need these golden nuggets in order to nail your sales conversations and become a sales ninja. Are you ready? Have you guys noticed how I still have not like recorded my intro to this podcast? I mean, it's like episode seven over here and I still don't have a proper intro. So I feel like this is my cue to kind of work on that and to deliver my promise to you. Because I I know I said in the first episode I was going to make like a fancy uh, all out intro, but you know, we're not there yet. So sorry for the delay but it's something that i'm working on and it's just not something that you know that has my priority so that's why it has taken me so long to make this next episode i promise i promise i will have my official intro today you are just going to have to make do with this um fine intro that i just recorded sorry about that but next time i promise i promise i will have a real professional intro Before we start, I want to say thank you for all the kind reactions and comments and DMs that I got after one of my last posts, which was about holistic social media. Um, I feel that Instagram, Facebook, everything is changing. I feel that people are using this with more intention and are just not scrolling around just for the sake of it. I feel that influencers, the way we know them, are changing and... I'm glad to see this change, obviously. I think that social media is meant for so much more than to sell clothes and to look pretty and have over-edited pictures. I feel that this platform can be so powerful if you use it to build a network, if you use it to um, offer value to other people, to educate, to inspire. I think we can do so much more. We can empower each other. And using social media intentionally and holistically is the way to go if you ask me. So thank you so much again for supporting that thought and for reaching out to me and all your kind words. It was just amazing. And um, I know I sent out a newsletter about holistic social media use and you guys, uh, I'm glad you all are on board with me and I hope to continue to spread this message. I think it's so important to not compare yourself to other people online. It's so important not to have this comparisonitis of illusions right social media especially instagram is just a platform of illusions and don't forget that what you see on instagram is not real life so don't compare your lowest point to someone's fake high point Uh, i think that's my message for holistic social media and also if you are a business owner if you are an entrepreneur don't use instagram as this place of here's my stuff go buy it i want you to actually build this community around your brand 
though of people who support you uh, all the time who are loyal followers and I promise you that if you educate your audience if you offer value all the time that people will come back to you and become paying clients but you have to put in the effort of content creation first and put out the right content and after that you will be rewarded with more clients just like I guarantee you that um, Today I wanted to get into sales because I know that social media does not exist without sales, especially if you're a business owner or an entrepreneur. And I feel that um, if you are using social media as a marketing tool for your business, you need this extra funnel to actually convert your followers to clients. You can't expect Instagram followers or Facebook um, likes to turn into paying clients like with like a snap, you know, you need to have this funnel, there needs to be this sales element and you need to, either way, you need to have this sales conversation, you need to have discovery calls, especially if you are in the service business, if you are offering a service, not just a product, but maybe you're offering a coaching program or you are offering your services, you, you always have this first meeting with your potential client and in that meeting, you will decide or your potential client will decide if they want to work with you, yes or no. And this is the, the crucial moment because in this conversation, you have the power to, um, I don't want to say persuade this person to use your services, but you need to uh, make them understand what the value is that you bring and why you're charging what you're charging. And I spoken to a lot of entrepreneurs online. I've spoken to many of you face to face, which is really cool. Um, and I've done some research online and I just see that a lot of people are having trouble or are struggling with this sales element. Now, a lot of my followers and a lot of people that I talk to, my clients are often female. And I noticed that we women have a really difficult time having sales conversations and I just don't understand why because sales doesn't have to be masculine right it's often considered masculine but I see that the world around us is changing and there are so many female business owners right now online especially on Instagram oh my god we are like flooding the place like it's this place of female empowerment so we need to learn how to sell and selling does not mean here's my stuff, go buy it, I want you to buy it, it's uh, buy to get one off, you know, it's not like that, it's not numbers, it's not statistics, it's not um, any of that stuff, it's storytelling, it is offering value, it's making a connection to your potential client, it's actually understanding their pain points, it's understanding their dream and knowing how to connect the two, you are the person that's going to you know, get your potential client from their struggle, from their pain point to their dream. You know how to do that because you've either done it yourself or you have studied it or you have like years of experience in doing that. And that's the thing that you have to talk to your potential client about. This episode, this podcast episode is purely for female entrepreneurs who are also talking to a female audience. Why is that? Because Instagram is a very feminine platform. There are like more women on Instagram and on Pinterest than there are men. And I feel that we use these platforms to actually grow our businesses and generate revenue and leads uh, from social media. So women, we are the ones who are running Instagram and Pinterest and you know, mostly Facebook also, I would say. And that's mostly because 
social media revolves around community and community building is something that women are just genuinely good at you know we love having relationships we love talking to each other we love helping each other out and there's no shame in that and i feel that you can utilize that that skill for actually growing and building your business and generating more dollars uh for your business that is why today i want to dive into the sales conversation and into that discovery call what is it what do you need to do and how do you actually close the deal and get the dollars, okay? That's what we're doing today. Now, before uh, I can start by with giving you any tips, we need to see how the process goes because sales is not just this conversation. You need to understand that sales started the minute someone came in contact with your brand, uh, either through Instagram, Pinterest, YouTube, Facebook, whatever. The, first moment of contact is already part of your sales process. This is why I am so super hyped on content creation. If you put out the right content and if you attract the right people to your page, then you've already done the first step in sales. Social media plays a very large role in that know, like, and trust process because if you put out content that people uh, find, right, you're discoverable, they will get to know you. If they keep following you, they will probably like you. If they don't like you, they will definitely unfollow and it's great, you know, bye-bye. We don't want any haters on the platform. So people who follow you up until this day are people that like you or most likely like you. And then it's your job to make them trust you. And it's your job to go out and actually reach out and say hello, say who you are, ask them questions, do your market research, send private messages, do whatever you can to get this final um, private conversation with them. Because once you have a one-on-one -on -one conversation, it's much easier to ask them to work with you or the other way around, which is the way I like it, is people actually messaging you and saying, hey, listen, you know, we've had contact for a while and I've seen your content and I think you're just amazing. Um, is it possible to work with you? Those are my favorite types of messages. But that all starts with right content creation. If you don't write captions that actually add value, if you don't educate your audience, if you don't inspire them, if you don't take away any limiting beliefs about investing, you know, you need to do the work before you get into the sales conversation. The first, very first handshake with your next potential client happens online it happens on social media so you need to know how to create converting content i am not going to go into depth about content that converts i have many podcast episodes about that all of my instagram posts are about that and if you have any questions my dms are always open so feel free to just send me a message there or get on a one-on-one -on -one coaching session with me because i can plan out and map out your content creation strategy for the next year one-on-one -on -one with you and every business is different so every business needs a specific strategy and i will work that out with you on a one-on-one -on -one session it's 90 minutes you can book one on my website we can do it through skype we can do it face to face i'm flexible if you are so if you need a personal strategy let me know and book your session i'm not going to talk about content creation right now i think that I've talked about that enough. I want to talk about the next step. And the next step is someone actually reaching out to you and saying, listen, I have seen so much of your content. 
I need help with XYZ. Can we get on a call? That's like your ideal situation. It can also go the other way around, right? You can talk to people and once you have a conversation on Instagram, you notice that someone needs help with something. You can also say, hey, listen, I've noticed that you're asking me these questions. I offer a coaching program or I offer a service where I can help you answer these questions. Would you be interested in getting on a call with me? I have three possible time slots in my schedule. Would X, Y, and Z work for you? Let me know and we can hop on a call. So either way, someone can reach out to you and ask you to work, to work with them. And like, that's like the hallelujah, the holy grail. I love that. And good content can do that. But the other way around is, has also happened. You know, feel free to reach out. You are an entrepreneur. You need to make money. You want to help people. This is what you do. You are so good at transforming people's lives. So, you know, don't be afraid. Don't be shy. Reach out and grab them and just tell them that you can help them. I know that a lot of clients or potential clients I've noticed are sometimes a little bit scared to reach out because they're just not sure. They don't really know how much everything costs. They're unsure. They don't know if they can invest. There are so many doubts in their mind that they don't reach out to ask you so if you notice that someone needs help with something that you can offer them tell them that you can and hop on that discovery call that's the first and the best thing that you can do okay now let's say that you have scored a discovery call someone is on a call with you first you do a dance party because like that's amazing and it's a great feeling and every time I have a discovery call or a first meeting I do this I have you know I do this little dance because I'm super excited and basically you're already 85% in you just have to reel it in you have to shoot it through the hoops you have to seal the deal that's your job now it does take a little bit of effort it's not that easy otherwise everyone would be buying from you but most of the time people on discovery calls are pretty much into buying from you. The first thing that you have to do and that I recommend you do is manage expectations. You have to manage the other pe person's expectation. Um, you need to tell them immediately that you are on a discovery call with them and that you're going to talk about what you have to offer and how you can help them. If you don't say that in the beginning, the conversation is going to be freaking awkward, especially around the time when you're going to drop your prices. If this person doesn't know that you are going to sell to them or that your intention is to help them, but they have to pay for that help, then things go awry. Let me tell you, it's going to be super, super awkward. So just like anything else in business, manage their expectations. You also want to do this because not all people on a discovery call are there for buying your services. Some are there to shop around and you can eliminate these people by creating the right content. Again, it goes back to really good content creation, but sometimes someone slips through the system and it's someone who's shopping around and you want to just kind of Again, I can't, there's no other way to say this, but you have to manage their expectations. Say, listen, you know, I'm, this is what we're going to do today. And I only work with people who are serious about working with me. And, um, you know, we're going to talk about what I can do for you specifically. Like, don't make this freaking awkward for yourself, okay? Just take it easy, get comfortable. 
you know, break the ice and then say, okay, thank you so much for getting on this discovery call today with me. We are going to discuss a little bit of your current situation and where you want to go and how I feel like I can help you reach that goal. So if you don't mind, we're also going to talk a bit about my offer and how I feel like that could be uh, valuable to you. Okay, that doesn't sound too awkward. That's just a very normal sentence, but you are managing expectations. You are setting the tone of the conversation. All right, now from here, it's not that difficult, really. It's really, (laughs) I mean, I say it's not difficult, but otherwise you wouldn't be listening to this podcast. To me, it just comes easy. But um, once you've broken the ice, once you've told them what the expectations are, you are then going to talk about their situation. And you need to be a curious person. I feel that if you are curious, you will get to know so much more about them because that's essentially what you need to know. You need to know if you are of value to them because that's the most important thing people pay for your value your expertise your experience and the years of studying that you've done and not for the minutes that you spend on this person and you really need to understand if the person across you from either from the table or on the other side of the screen is someone who you can help and so you have to be curious and ask them questions and say listen I just, I'm, I want to know where you are uh, with your struggle right now. Like what is happening in your life uh, as a result of this struggle? How are you feeling? Like what's happening? What are your pain points? What's something that you're struggling with? You need to be curious and understand what your client's um, struggles are. Now, if you are a good salesperson, I would suggest taking notes because it's something you need to uh, refer back to later on in the conversation and it's something that you can refer back to later on if you have this person on board with you. But just be a genuine person. Just ask them questions and say, you know, tell me about your situation. What's happening right now? Why are you here with me on this call? I think for you, understanding the pain points is definitely the most important thing you can do to actually sell yourself because if you feel that the other person is struggling with something that you can help them with and like genuinely help them with right not because you think you know but but because you actually know what the fuck you're doing if you feel that the other person is struggling with something that you can help them with only then can you sell because if you feel like this person is too far along in the process and they're not a good fit for you you're not going to confidently sell to them and they're not going to see the value of your product. So let's say for me, for example, I'm a social media agency. For me, um, some people have already done their own research and they have like uh, bought courses from other people. They have uh, Googled a lot. They have watched a lot of YouTube videos on how to create perfect content. And then if they come to me asking for my advice and my consultancy in content creation, I can often tell, like in the beginning of the conversation when I ask for struggles, what they're struggling with, if this person is going to see me as valuable or not. Because if they are too far along in the process of content creation, then I might feel like I can't teach them anymore or I can't take them to the next level. And you have to be honest with yourself and there's no like, you know, no shame in that because every year I mean that's what I noticed with myself and my business every year you grow so much and you learn so much more so with every year of experience that you have you can help a different type of client so look at where you are right now look at what value you can bring and look at the other person's struggles and if they match up to your value okay only then can you sell confidently if you don't feel confident that you can help this other person out on a level that they expect 
then you're not going to sell your offer, I can guarantee. You need to be able to really take this person to the next level. And that means that you have to be a little bit further along, not like 10 steps further along, but three steps further along is, is enough, you know, because you are actually helping them grow. And then in a year, if they need your help again with whatever it is, you have also grown. So you can also and still take them to the other level because you will always be three steps ahead. And that's what you're selling. You are selling the three steps ahead. Okay, let me dive into my DM inbox really quick because I asked a few of you um, to describe what your struggles are with sales objections and sales in general and let me see what answer I got. One of the questions I got from you is um, people questioning your talent or your content, right? So people want to buy from you but they're not really sure. And this goes back to the confidence issue and actually knowing what you have to offer. A lot of people in sales kind of talk about the features that their product has or their service has, but not about what the actual results are going to be for your client. And if I can take it back to wellness entrepreneurs, because those are the people I help, um, if I take it back to wellness entrepreneurs, I often see that the result that you're selling is not tangible enough, right? People are always talking about, okay, once you work with me, you will feel super confident, you will have so much self-love, and you will have, um, enough energy to work for 10 people, right? And I understand that this sounds really beautiful. I know it sounds really beautiful to say that your clients have more confidence after they've worked with you, but that's not really a result. I want to hear, okay, if, I, if you work with me, you will get a raise or you will get a promotion in your career because you have the skills to actually negotiate, you have the skills to ask for a better offer and you have the skills to talk to your boss like a big lady and you put on your big lady pants. Those are tangible results that I wanna hear from you and not the confidence part. The confidence part is a byproduct. That's something that comes with knowing how to negotiate, but that's not your end result. Be sure that the other person on the other side of this conversation knows what they're going to get out of this investment with you. If they understand that fully and if, they, if it's something that they need and something that they want, selling will become a lot easier. That, in um, addition to confidence, is going to be like the key to bringing what they want and that's actually making your offer and sealing that deal. So. I would suggest you work on knowing what you have to offer, knowing what result your client is going to get, what's in it for them, and that's also something that you need to tackle in your content creation. You always need to talk from the perspective of your potential client, what's in it for them. If they don't know, they won't take action and they won't buy from you. And the other part is working on your confidence. Someone's not going to buy from you if they say, or if they hear you say, well, maybe I have this program that can help you and I don't know, I'm not really sure, but I think it will, you know, that's just too, uh, that's too big of a risk for them because they're going to invest in you and they want to make sure that if they, you know, transfer that amount of money to your bank account that you're actually going to solve their problems. So don't be shy, don't be wishy-washy, feel freaking confident and get this shit done. I don't think I can be any clearer than that. So that would be my advice. I'm gonna go back to my DM for a minute and see what other questions I got. This is also a question that I saw coming by and that's about the money part. Like, okay, here it says, okay, so 
my question is, how do you deal with a person who says it's too expensive? Oh boy, <laughs> that is like the biggest, that is the biggest issue for a lot of people, right? Money, it's too expensive. And let me just tell you one thing, nine out of 10 times, it's not it is not a money issue, okay? It's a mindset issue. So you don't need to tackle their money issue directly. You need to tackle something that is behind that money issue and that is either they are too scared to invest, they are too, they don't take themselves seriously or they don't have a lot of self-confidence so they don't feel like they deserve to invest in themselves. There are underlying issues why someone is not um, buying your product and who has an objection about money but you're in a call with them and you've just talked about their struggles and everything that they're going through and how you would be able to help them. So at this point, when they're talking about money, there are two things that are going on. One is that mindset issue that I just talked about. It's mostly not because they have, uh, they don't have the money because even if they don't, if it feels like a priority to them, they will pay. So it's not specifically not having the money, it's a mindset issue. And again, people can feel scared of the commitment, right? If people transfer the money to you, then shit's gonna go down, right? You, They have to actually do something. Their life is going to change. Their life is going to transform and that might feel scary and they're scared of that commitment. Like think about yourself going to the gym. Whenever I buy a gym membership and I have to sign the dotted line, I'm like, oh God. I mean, that means that I now have to go to the gym at least twice a week for it to be worth it. Like, damn, like, you know, that's the kind of thing that goes through their minds. So they can be scared of a commitment. That could be one thing. Um, something else I also notice is that sometimes people feel guilty for spending that money. Like they're not used to spending money on themselves or not that amount, right? So um, maybe maybe they have kids and they're like, well, I could spend this money either on my kids or on myself and I'd rather spend it on my kids because you know, they mean the world to me, blah, 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 excuse, excuse, excuse. Um, sometimes it can be pride. I've also had someone who was too proud to pay, like, okay, listen, you know, I know that you can offer me a lot of value, but I think I can figure everything out online myself. Okay, great, you go do that, have fun, you know. <laughs> no hard feelings, but you're too proud to pay me and find a fast route, you know, that's fine. So you, you need to kind of figure out what their underlying issue is about paying you, what's going on in their mindset. And let me just tell you that you can't change the other person's mindset in one conversation. I mean, you can give them an epiphany and open their eyes and say, listen, what you've just said to me doesn't make sense because a few minutes ago, we were talking about the things you were struggling with and the things you want to achieve in your life and how I can help you achieve those things. But now you're saying that you're not going to go all in, like what's happening. You can kind of open their eyes to this mindset that they have, but you're not going to change it in one conversation. At least I have not noticed this yet. I haven't done this. So if anyone has the magic trick, let me know. Um, but Mostly, most of the time when you have this um, discovery conversation and, or discovery call, um, you will open their eyes and maybe one or two days later, someone will come back to you and say, listen, you're totally right. I need to do this. When can we start, right? Most of the time that happens. But what you also have going on, like I said, there are two things going on. It's mindset, but it's also um, a part of not being 
able to fully communicate your value. So you can also ask for or ask them to repeat yourself. Say, listen, uh, I just want to make sure that I did my part in communicating the value of my service because I see that you can benefit from it. And I, I really want to make sure that you understand what I can mean uh, for you and what I can do for you to help you achieve X, Y, and Z. Okay, so you can either have a mindset issue or it's your issue where you're not able to communicate properly. And communicating persuasively is a skill that you need to work on. It doesn't mean you have to manipulate people, I'm not saying that, but you have to be fully confident, know what you have to offer, know that you're worth it, know that you can help the other person, and you need to work on your communication skills. If you can't transfer the fact that you are super good at what you do, and you know what you're doing, and you can convince the other person that you're super amazing, then there's a problem there, okay? And that's something that you can work on, and that's a skill that you can improve. So if you feel that that's the issue, someone is still doubting because they're not, they're not really sure that their needs are being met, then you are the one that needs to do the work. The only way to know this, and this is like the crucial part and the part that really sucks, is the only way to get to know that about yourself is by having these conversations. You need to have practice because if you know that at this point in the conversation, you get stuck and someone, or people stop buying from you, people just stop listening to you after the, you've dropped the price, then you know that something is wrong in your communication and it's not necessarily the other person, but it's you who has to step up and understand what your role is in this discovery call. So. Again, to recap a little bit, two things. It's mindset of the other person. That's not something that you can change in one conversation. You can name the things you think are going on. Uh, once you have a lot of conversations, you will understand what type of mindset the other person is in. That's just practice. Practice makes perfect. And um, on the other side is you not knowing how to persuade and communicate effectively. Those are two things that are going on. So. Um, my advice is to, if you, if you're just starting out, right, you're not, you've not had many of these conversations. If you're just starting out, name both of these things. Say, listen, I understand this is a really big investment for you. What can I do to make this more empowering? Uh, what can I do to make this easier for you or that you fully understand what the value of my service is? Just be blunt and say it out loud. And can I also add a little side note to these types of people? Because I see categories of people, right? I see people who are ready to invest, ready to buy from you, and they have the money and they're gonna go. So there's like the super positive people. Then there are people who are doubting, who either don't have the money or are just shopping around, or you need to convince, or you need to change their mindset. Those are like the doubters, you know, those are the orange people, they're like somewhere in between. And then you have people who seriously don't wanna buy, who are just there to see what they can get out of it, and who are really just, you know, there for the free advice, and want to get to know you, wanna grab a cup of coffee for an hour, but not wanna pay you, you know, th those people are there as well. Um, no, you know, no big deal. They exist. It's fine. Just be nice and um, make sure that you're clear on what you're doing here. So I see different categories of people, but in the category of doubters, which is like the biggest category, of course, there are also people that sometimes are their potential clients that you shouldn't want as clients. 
and that sounds really rude <laughs> and it sounds like you're missing out on money and I know you want to help as many people as possible but if it's someone who is going to uh, pick on every little thing that you do and criticize you on every little thing that you do then they're not your ideal client you as a business owner as an entrepreneur have the ability to say listen i understand we are on this discovery call and thank you so much for being here i appreciate your time and um, your effort for being here however i see that uh, we might not be a good fit i don't think i can offer as much value as you hope and so i would kindly recommend you to one of my colleagues who you know works in the same area as i do and who might be able to help you a little bit better than i can you know there's nothing wrong with saying that because there's nothing worse than having a client who um, is still a bit skeptical at the time of purchasing. If they're still a little bit skeptical, they're going to take everything that you do under the loop and they're going to say something about it. Now, those are like the headache cases and of course they're your clients and of course you're really thankful for the, for helping them and for being, them, for being there for them, but they also take a lot of time out of your business and you won't necessarily receive a positive review. And at the end of the day, they don't get the full amazing service that you offer because your mind, your heart is just not in it because of all the critique that you're getting. And, you know, it's just, it's a difficult case. I'm not saying that you shouldn't take on challenging cases because you can definitely grow from them. But if you feel like the personal connection, your intuition just says, oh my gosh, this is not really what I'm looking for. Listen to that feeling, listen to that gut feeling and say, you know, I think you're better off with someone who can help you in a different way. I know someone else. I can recommend you, blah, 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 you know. So don't feel afraid to step up and make uh, make your own or set up your own boundaries. Uh, there, there's nothing wrong with that. And you will get a headache client for sure. Like, um, yeah, I don't want to say I've had them, but, you know, every, every business owner has had a client where they're like, okay, this was just um too difficult and too much um negativity i don't want that again spot those clients in the doubt section of your of your discovery calls if there are people who are doubting and who are really just nitty gritty and asking you a lot of questions and asking you if you can also add some type of extra service for a discount or people that just generally ask for a discount are the people who are going to be a headache case so um, decide for yourself how you're going to deal with these types of people and don't feel afraid to set up your boundaries. You know, it's, it's totally fine to do that. That's why you're a business owner. That's why you are an entrepreneur because you can pick and choose the people that you want to work with and only to get the maximum result. That's what you're doing. You're there to transform someone's life or transform someone's business and you want to offer the maximum result. And if you don't feel like you can and if the other person is skeptical of you being able to do that, then to me, that's a big red flag and it's just something, you know, you're not going to match up and that's totally fine. That's no big deal. Um, you know, it happens all the time. You can't um, get along with everyone. So don't don't feel like you have to you don't have to be nice all the time right what i just said just now uh, might not be applicable to you because you're not in a position to do this yet when you just start out you know you don't really have a choice it's really 
you know, signing every client that gets on that discovery call with you. You have no choice. You need to make money. This is your business. You need to find out what feels good. And so you're not in a position to say no to anyone. But what I like to do and what I've done uh, up until now that really worked for me is every time I work with someone, either it's a coaching session or whatever, I send them a feedback form and say, listen, can you please fill out this form so that I know uh, what my service can improve on and I know what you you know what you felt and what you experienced with my service and then what I like to do is I like to save that document to my own computer and then add my own comments about that client and say okay this felt good to me because or I really liked working with this person because um, you know I need to know in the back end what type of people fit best with my company and so then whenever I have a discovery call and I, I can see the other person I talk to the other person I get the feeling of this person I know that it will be someone I would like to work with or not you know you can judge at the end of the day you are in control of your business and you can also say I would love to work with you because I feel like I've had many clients who are like you and um, you know I have a lot of experience with this type of problem and I can totally help you because I've done it in the past and I've reached this result with these people so Take a minute for yourself, review all of the collaborations that you've done, review all of your clients yourself, um, and then make decisions based off of that. All right, let me find the last question in my DMs. And this is a really good one. It's from Laura, and she says, how do you structure a discovery call anyway? I just get super excited when I talk about my, my business that I often forget to sell my offer it's just going to be a fun conversation with someone and it will go all it will go everywhere all out and i don't really know how to get back to the sale okay um that's okay that's easy to fix right you need to stick to a script and it's not going to be a script of okay in minute one i say this question in minute three my client will answer this question it's not a script for actors, that's not how that works. Um, but you need some type of script to stick to. It needs to be a roadmap, right? It needs to be a roadmap to a discovery call conversation. You can't go into a discovery call without a plan because it will just go everywhere. Believe me, um, I've had first meetings with some lovely, lovely people that have become my clients, but where we just talked about like, yoga and my favorite coffee and what their kid had for breakfast that day right i mean i've had those conversations and people still became a client but that's not very professional it's not very effective and you can't have those conversations with everyone sometimes you get on a call or you get into this meeting and it just clicks instantly with this person and there's no doubt about it they're going to be your client and then you can talk about the weather and fashion and everything that's on your mind but if you still have that person who's in the doubt category you need to convince them and then talking about what your sister wore to your best friend's wedding is not really going to be effective so you need to have a script you need to have a plan and the only thing that I can recommend is talking about the sales rainbow which is pain points the dream and things that are holding this, this person back and how to get them from point A to point B and that's what you need to figure out that's the structure of your conversation. That's also the structure of your Instagram caption and it's the structure of everything that you put out because you need to 
make the other person understand that you can solve their problems. So if you're going to get into a discovery call, make sure that you have some type of plan that focuses on pain points, the ultimate dream, what's holding them back, and how you can solve their problem. Those are the four things that you need to focus on. Take it, I mean, if you need to, take it step by step, okay? Just, you know, map it out really easily. Say, listen, we're gonna start with your struggle. Tell me a little bit, a little bit about your situation. Okay, then once you've done that, you're gonna go on to the next level, okay? Can we talk about what you would like to achieve? Like, why are you on this call with me? What would you like to happen in your life? Um, they will start to explain what they would like to see and then you say okay listen but why haven't you achieved any of this yet what's happening like tell me more about that and they will tell okay well i don't have the money i don't have the skill i don't have you know the commitment i don't have the support something is happening why they're not achieving what they're what they want and then you can say okay well i've heard what you've had to say can i talk about my offer a little bit because i feel like i can be of value to you and i can help you uh get from point a to point b and this is how I'm gonna do that with you. Be strict with yourself and also start practicing, whether that's in front of a mirror, whether that's in front of reciting a monologue in your home. I mean, I have talked to my cat about my sales. Talk, just say the conversation out loud, either to yourself or get someone to listen to you talk. Practice this conversation a lot, a lot, a lot of times. And you won't be able to practice unless or until you're finally on that discovery call. And you know, you're gonna flop, you're gonna fall flat on your face, and that's okay, right? We all make that mistakes in the mistake in the beginning, and don't worry about it. Okay, I mean, we've all done that. I mean, literally, ugh, I can't let me let me think of my worst discovery call meeting. Wait, I need to think of my worst discovery call just to make you feel better. Okay, I got one. Um, it was about one and a half years ago and it was a pretty big company um, that wanted social media management, so not really coaching, but really someone who um, you know, wrote the text, took the pictures and actually um, made campaigns. And so it was, it was a quite serious job and it was for a fashion agency. And they asked me the price and I like completely freaking blacked out. Like I had no idea. I didn't even, I hadn't even thought of a price beforehand. I just went into that room without knowing my value. I went into the room, not even, you know, doing some simple calculation of, okay, how many hours do I need to, um, to have in order to achieve their goal? What type of work do I have to do? What type of knowledge is required? I had seriously, I didn't even think of a freaking price before I went in there. So when I was there and they asked me, okay, this is a nice story. I think you are the one who can help us, but how much do you charge? I just said something. I just said, uh, yeah, yeah, this amount. And, and then afterwards I was like, why did I say that? Like, this is not enough. <laughs> this is, this is like not even going to cover half of the work that I do. And so, Oh, it was this moment of complete blackout, complete shock, um, you know, sweating. It was, oh God, it was just awful. I was struggling to get out of my words. And after, I mean, I worked for them for a few months and it was just, you know, it was difficult for me because when you say a price, when you name your price, um, but you all, but it's not high enough it's really difficult to stay motivated because you have to do so much extra work, so many extra things. And, um, you know, for that low price, it's really difficult to continue. 
So I will never, ever, ever make that mistake again. I will make sure to be prepared. And I will also make sure not to wait to tell my price at the end of the, <laughs> at the, end of the conversation. I now make sure that I drop the price somewhere in the middle of that conversation and say it casually, right? Like, oh yeah, you know, this is what I charge and this is what you get for it. You know, it needs to be some quick um, thing and don't, do not, like this is like a real tip for me. Do not wait until the end of the conversation to have or to say your price. My best friend said this to me. She works in an art gallery and she she's like a selling ninja. Like this woman is amazing. She sells um, art to all different types of people. And you know, it's art isn't is not a necessity. It's a luxury. So it, I find that very amazing that you just can sell art pieces to people every single day. So. I, I asked her, I was like, girl, do you have any sales tips for me? And she's like, yeah, you know, you just need to feel comfortable with that price and you need to drop it in the middle of the conversation and keep going immediately. Do not stop the conversation. Keep going. And I was like, okay, this is something that I'm going to take with me. And it works, you guys. It works. If you wait until the end to name your price, it's going to be some awkward crickets. It's going to be sweating. It's going to be like butterflies. You, you need to stop doing that. So... That's the thing that I learned from that situation and I will never, ever do that again. Um, another conversation that I had, like I said, it, it went all over the place. It went like yoga, it went um, vacation, it went everywhere. Like that was also not one of my finest moments. Um, let me see what else I have for you. I mean, you need to hear from me that it's okay to fail, right? Um, so I'm thinking of other situations that I have. Ooh, good one. I remember one of the first clients that we signed or that I signed together with my um, friend and partner in crime, Steph, for our business social shake. And I remember just not being able to communicate the value. I was like, I know what I want to say. I know what we can offer you, but we were just we just started our company. So it was really difficult to position ourselves and we didn't really quite know what we wanted to bring to the table and so it was really difficult to communicate the value this person did sign with us but that was mostly because they knew me and you know they've already worked with me in a different environment so they knew that you know i was reliable and that we were going to get the job done but it was so difficult to explain everything because we we hadn't found our system yet i mean now when we're in a sales conversation like she and i were like on fucking fire because we look at each other and we're like okay this is what needs to happen. This is what we do. We're going to take you by the hand. We're going to take you through the process. This is what you're going to get from us. And this is what you can expect. And this is how much it's going to cost. Now up to you. What do you want? You know, this is kind of like our sales process is now this easy flow and we don't even have to think about it. Every time we go into this conversation, we kind of hype each other up like, oh my God, we are going to get this job. And then we, we actually do because we are there and actually offer value and really take the lead in the conversation so but that comes with time and it comes with practice and the only thing you can do is fail and fail again and then once you actually succeed you know what you did right and you can take that to the next conversation and don't forget that in sales you get a no nine times and you get a yes once and all we see on Instagram, all we see on social media is that one yes. We don't see the nine no's that someone got before they got the job. So don't compare yourself to other people on social media. Don't compare your business to other businesses on social media. People only share the highlights. People don't share the times they freaking failed. 
and people don't record um, themselves you know after a sales conversation that failed they never will I will never I mean I am guilty of that as well right I will never pick up my camera and say you guys I totally flopped on this sales call I mean Maybe, maybe I should do that. Maybe I should. Maybe I should just be like a trendsetter and say, listen, I fucking failed today. Maybe I should just make that a regular thing. But um, understand that you're not the only one and, um, you know, celebrate your success. Don't get hung up on the nine times you hear no. Totally normal. Totally get it. But just keep going and keep practicing. Okay, I think I think we're done. I mean, this is almost an hour. So if you're still here, you're amazing. Um, I'm super grateful that you're still here. I want to thank you for listening to the entire podcast. Um, I would really, really appreciate it if um, you would screenshot you listening to this episode and share it on Instagram and tag me because that's the only way I know that you enjoy this and the only way I get my feedback, which then I can... Um, use in my own business and you know record more podcasts on this topic and uh, again thank you so much for being here thank you for choosing me to um, get your information from and i will see you on instagram later Ooh, and if you are really really amazing if you're really freaking awesome um send me a message after your next discovery call i want to know how it went i want to know if you followed any of my tips and if they helped you i really really want to know so send me a dm whatever you've applied any of these techniques i'm so curious if this works for you